Hey everyone, welcome to the Crypto Unstacked podcast, where we cover everything from crypto finance to global macro. I'm your host, Leslie Lamb. I wanted to put out this episode to unstack what's been happening with the fallout of Arcaco's capital management, once a multi-billion dollar family office led by Bill Huang. It's on the front page of the Wall Street Journal. Everyone's been trying to figure out the extent of the sell-offs we've seen from the likes of Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley. Anyways, I unpack the high-level details for you under 10 minutes. It's juicy stuff, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. When you search for the word Archegos on Google, you'll find it leads to two distinctly different sources of information. One entry leads to the definition of Archegos in the biblical context, alongside references to passages found in the New Testament. The other entries appear with flashy headlines alongside words such as big losses, blow up, and sell-off about the now-defunct Archegos Capital Management, once a multi-billion dollar family office, led by Bill Huang. Huang is a so-called tiger cub, having struck out on his own after a stint with Tiger Management to start an Asia-focused hedge fund called Tiger Asia Management in 2001. After a decade-long run as one of the largest investors in the Asian financial markets, Huang was charged for insider trading by the SEC. Long story short, Huang pled guilty, Tiger Asia shuttered, banks put Huang on their respective blacklists, and it seemed Huang was out of the business for good, but only briefly. Fast forward a year, Huang was back in the ring in 2012, this time starting a family office and managing his own money under the name Archegos Capital Management. If you had clicked on the first web entry, you'd learn that Archegos, in the biblical sense, means trailblazer or pioneer, someone who leads the way so that others may follow. One can see how narcissistic tendencies may have led Huang to think the name Archegos suitable for his latest venture, but the aftermath of this recent meltdown indicates that this name may have collapsed on itself in more than one sense. The story is still unfolding at the time of recording on March 30th, 2021, but the short of it is that Archegos Capital is no more. And we're left wondering, who's left holding the bag? Here's what we know so far. Archegos was massively successful by assets under management. Huang seeded the family office with $200 million back in 2012, and it grew to almost $10 billion in its nine years of operations. Archegos took heavy concentrated positions in single stock names, including several U.S. companies such as Viacom CBS and Discovery and U.S.-listed Chinese stocks, including Baidu and Tencent. The backstory here is that Viacom shares plunged on the back of news on March 22nd, announcing a $3 billion stock offering to fund its streaming service, which meant diluting existing shareholders. Separately, Tencent and Baidu also took a heavy tumble in response to reports that the SEC was working through some Trump-era rule changes that could potentially delist Chinese-based stocks on U.S. exchanges. Not only was Archegos heavily concentrated in these holdings, but it was also levered long as much as five times. It was the perfect storm. These losses triggered a margin call from various prime brokerages, and when Archegos could not meet its funding requirements, it began a series of fire sales, totaling $20 billion as of Friday, March 26th. It's been reported that Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley were selling these block trades to meet these margin calls. According to Bloomberg, some of these chunks exceeded $1 billion, 
with several transactions hitting the market during regular trading hours. This was highly unusual, as block trades of this size are typically executed privately upon market close to minimize market impact. News soon followed that Nomura and Credit Suisse were in a similar boat, facing potentially material losses. Nomura reported a $2 billion claim, while Credit Suisse said it expects losses between $3 to $4 billion. As of today, we're looking at about $35 billion in losses across a number of these so-called bellwether stocks. But how was this a sudden blow-up? Surely the prime brokers would have been clued into the size of Archegos's concentrated positions in these single-stock names. Well, as it turns out, they weren't, because the family office never had to file the disclosure document that would have required them to disclose their holdings. Instead, they skirted regulatory requirements by dealing through an equity derivative called total return swaps, with multiple brokerages including Credit Suisse, Nomura, Morgan Stanley, and Goldman Sachs. According to Forbes, swaps are an effective tool to take big risks without disclosing much. Total return swaps allow an investor to negotiate a trade with their broker to own the total return of a stock or basket of stocks for a predetermined size and period of time and at an agreed cost. They require a fraction of the cash of buying a stock outright, and they're discreet. By dealing through these swaps, Archegos was able to take on billions of dollars of exposure to these securities and run a leveraged book all under the radar while the banks held the shares. So what's the damage? Interestingly, the fire sales have not given way to widespread selling in the markets. As Reuters reported, there is not fear of selling stocks altogether, there's just fear in pockets of the market regarding the scale of the sell-off. But questions remain. Are these risks contained? What are the potential aftershocks from this fallout? Word is still out about whether the forced liquidations from the banks will trigger further unwinding by other hedge funds with similarly long positions on the same holdings. Now, if you're still with me, you might be wondering, how has this affected crypto? Amid the market turmoil, Bitcoin has proven remarkably resilient. After falling to around $50,000 last week, it has since rebounded to nearly $58,000 at the time of recording. As Coindesk reports, the 90-day correlation between Bitcoin and the S&P 500 index of U.S. stocks recently dropped to zero. And we think the continued correlation divergence is positive and demonstrates investor confidence in Bitcoin. As the dust settles from this fallout, no one can say they were surprised. Archegos Capital Management is an age-old story about how greed overtook wit and is another lesson about how the combination of cheap money, leverage, mismanaged risk, and opaque financial dealings rarely ends well. At some point, the music stops. A global equity market propped up by low interest rates is not going to remain an open bar forever. As The Street reports, near-zero interest rate liquidity from central banks has given investment banks the opportunity to provide significant leverage to hedge fund clients through their prime brokerage operations. But what happened with Archegos was the imbalance of this reality paired with internal compliance failures and laughable regulatory oversight. Greed looks away from faults and devours desperation. And that's what Archegos bet on, and the music went on for nearly a decade. 
It takes two to tango, but rarely is it fun to dance without a party. I guess the lights are just turning off and the banks are the ones left holding the bags. <laughs>